Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the main <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. And I, I apologize. What is your name? I don't know who you are, the host. Saturday Suckage. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Philly Jane. That's who I am. Thank you for the question. Let's find out who else is here. Grabber. It sucks and it freebases. Don Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. I'm sorry. We had a texture three minutes before the show text in. It sucks and a freebase. So we got the Grabber part right. He didn't get the, the quote exactly right. It Here. sucks and it freebases. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. <laughs> Albert Elmora. Damn, Willie, man. Like, do we suck? Eloia <laughs> Mello. Hey, you guys not going to make anyway. You guys are suck. Hey, when when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. Toby. Oh, my God, this sucks. Random Bears fan. Turbo! Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. Liv Hendricks! I wouldn't say seeking perfection, it's just mainly trying not to suck. Julie Swika. Man, that sucks. As suggested by the aforementioned baking artiste Julie Swika, enjoy this musical interlude from Avenue Q. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be broken, unemployed, and turning 33. Wilson Contreras. Losing, losing suck. I'll tell you that, and, and that's all I can say. George Wendt. We had fun, uh, but there you go. I sucked. Garth Algar. Get it off, man. Get it off. It's sucking my will to live. Steve Dahl. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. 
Candace Parker. Um, I mean, it sucks. Roquan Smith. Yeah, man. Sucks. Zach Levine. It sucks to have having game one. Jamar DeRozan. You know, it just sucks. Mike Tomlin. It all sucks. It's not degrees of suck. Um, it all sucks. Josh Allen. Sucks. Losing sucks. Sucks. Robbie Triano. I suck as well. Hello. No, you did. You done good so far. You what? could. You could this venture. Is brand. You could like venture that. into sucking. We've got three hours right, to fine. do it here on Saturday Suckage. We suck so you don't have to. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer. Phone number here at the Score three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. That will get you to our listener line, powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. That number, 312-644-6767, also gets you to the scores text line, and you can text in before the show starts and just text Les's line. Stuff today. This has been such, this week, stuff. So we have a Super Bowl tomorrow. The Chiefs are going to be there because the Chiefs are always there. How were the Chiefs built? Because that's how the Bears are going to do it, you bet. And that's the best way to look at their draft day decision. That's what we're going to look at later. Betting the Super Bowl referee and embracing all the conspiracy theories you can gin up, Taylor. Yes, we'll look at that later. A Cody Bellinger sighting. Details on that later. While you were sleeping, Ozzie Guillen continued to pants the Clown College at 35th and Shields. Ozzy managed Venezuela to the Winter League Championship. Meanwhile, the Sox continue to give you the waste of laundry name Pedro Grifol. Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in your first half hour at the table, then you are the sucker. Okay. Robbie, you do suck now. You officially suck today. All right. We had intended to have Judge Smale say, you'll get nothing and like it. You'll get nothing and like it. Nice. Arturis Karnishevis made exactly, precisely, conscientiously zero steps to make the Bulls better than a team that aspires to a play-in spot in the postseason pity round. You'll get nothing and like it. Nice. Seems to be a theme with the family Reinsdorf operation, doesn't it? Uh, let me tell you about the very rich. They are different from you and me. See the Super Bowl suites and menu for details. We will later. Stuff on Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Taylor Swift's boyfriend's brother, and Harvard. No lie. True fact. I'll connect the dots. But first, here's a line from Keegan Michael Key at the NFL Honors, the event this week. Quote, my understanding is that Taylor Swift is in Tokyo right now. The only people farther from the Super Bowl are the Carolina Panthers. That is so good. And thanks to the Bears and Carolina Panthers owner. So that joke leads to the news of the day. This morning, there's a report from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network posted today. He wrote, if someone is going to pride the number one overall draft selection from the Bears, they are going to have to pay 
Long dash and pay a lot. Chicago would need a historic haul of draft picks and overall compensation to move off the pick of the the first pick of the 2024 NFL draft, sources say. In the words of one source, it would have to be, quote, crazy. That indicates the Bears, who received the pick in a mammoth trade last season with the Panthers, are more likely than not to make the pick themselves and land the new franchise QB. USC star Caleb Williams is currently the number one on Daniel Jeremiah's top 50 list on NFL.com, and many evaluators around the NFL agree. Those who have scouted him view him as a special player, and his scouting picture is becoming clearer the more time teams spend on him. Didn't we already know this? Does this advance... The story, the narrative, the projections didn't didn't polls say he would have to be knocked over? Didn't he say that? Well, polls always says he'll have to be knocked over. He said it last year too. So this underscores how valuable the Williams pick is, and also how polls might be leaking something to the NFL Network to gin up some bidding if he wants to trade the pick. That's the caveat. If he wants to trade the pick, then this is one way to do it. But if he's doing this, this bit of leaking and trying to establish a trade floor with zero ceiling, and other teams figure it out, he might lose some leverage on teams that call his bluff on a monster return. Last year, he held the number one pick. He was at the Combine, I think. And he told the NFL Network or some outlet, that he already had an offer for several firsts and a player, something like that, some big deal. He could make that at any time, he said. And he basically outlined the Carolina deal. Question is, was Poles lying at that time in a bid to play Carolina's crazy owner, David Tepper? If Poles knew Tepper was a live one, then he could throw out a trade proposal under the guise of a standing offer without having to prove he actually had a standing offer. Maybe Poles is a good poker player, a good liar. Wait, we already know he can lie. Because when he says Matt Eberflus is the best man to coach the Bears, that's a lie. But that's not why he called. Back to the trade game. Reports such as Rappaport's, the one he made this morning, the one I just read to you, they fly around during draft season, the lying season, And these reports can be messages to potential suitors. Let's say Poles played David Tepper and made him jump and made his team give up a ton for the wrong quarterback. Just as Poles didn't know that no trade proposal would have done more for the Bears than drafting C.J. Stroud. Stroud did more with less in Texas in Houston than Justin Fields had last season. And people are making, still, making excuses for Fields' bad season while Stroud was accepting hardware as Offensive Rookie of the Year this week in Vegas where the Super Bowl is going to be played after leading his team into the playoffs. But that's not why he called. Back to polls. Perhaps he plays poker better than Fields plays quarterback. Let's say that was his plan last year, or a plan, a trial balloon. Throw stuff out there by leaking it to respectable journalists and see who calls. 
Carolina called. At some point, Carolina called before or after that offer the field that um, polls talked about. So hey, look what happened last year. As Burt Reynolds said in the longest yard, the original, by the way, the only one that needed to be made. As Burt Reynolds' Paul Crew character said in the huddle after throwing a laser of a pass into Ed Lauder's nasty bits, if it worked once, it'll work again. So let's say Poles is playing that game, playing it again. You know who he could be targeting? You know which crazy owner he could be trying to sucker? Magic Johnson. That's who. Magic is a limited partner of the Washington Commanders. He's part of Josh Harris's group. If you remember the Bears Thursday night game on Prime last year against the Commanders, Magic was all over the broadcast. And afterwards, he tweeted off frustrations about the team and the players and not being ready and looking like garbage. And that's what happens when teams lose to the Bears. That's the way owners go. Like an insult to the fan base when you lose to the Bears, it demands an apology, and half the time or more, the coach gets fired. Four of the seven coaches the Bears beat this year got fired. So Eberflus is really a three-win coach, just like last year. But that's not why you called. Back to Magic and Poles and potentially playing him. Magic swooped in on the Raiders' pursuit of Cliff Kingsbury as offensive coordinator. And Magic talked Kingsbury into heading to Washington to run the commander's offense. And I don't believe he dragged Kingsbury to Washington to coach Sam Howell. So connect the dots. We already have, really. Kingsbury was the USC offensive, on the USC offensive staff that oversaw the care and feeding of Caleb Williams. And Williams is from the D.C. area. And Magic is part of a new regime in place of the evil Daniel Snyder. And so, all that, and here comes the big splash, trading up from the number two spot to bring Caleb home. And there's Ryan Poles, perhaps, saying, okay, fine, how much? And there's Ryan Poles saying to an overeager and ambitious a greedy Magic Johnson, okay, fine, not enough. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm giving polls too much credit. No, you know what? I'm not giving him too much credit. I think he's capable of pulling this off. At some point, he did something like this last year, and I'm not going to minimize it. It was a nice yield. It was a complete misjudgment of C.J. Stroud, but was a good He did better than Carolina did. Let's just say that. Maybe I'm embracing a wonderful theory. The rounders theory, as expressed by Matt Damon's line as Mike McDermott, the first line of the brilliant film Rounders. Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in your first half hour at the table, then you are the sucker. Your deal, Magic. All right, take a break. Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Suckage. We're coming back with Mark Grody. Yes, Mark Grody's here. We'll be here. Bears, my friends. 
So this is Saturday Suckage. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Morning, Molly. Morning, Molly. Morning, Coom. Morning. Morning, Dan. Morning, Mike. Morning, Chris. Morning, Brandon. Morning, guys. Bears. Welcome to the G spot, yo. Bears. That's your opinion. Your opinion stinks. Well, no. Bears. I'm a cool cat. Bears. It's Saturday suckage on 670 the score in Odyssey Station. Molly and Ha have a Mark Rohde dance party. We have a Mark Rohde imitating David Ha party. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Mark, hi. Morning, How are you? How are you? Morning. 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 Morning, Steve. Morning. Yep. Morning. Yep. Okay. Dan, right. the, the, the Friday dance party on... Molly and Hanley or Molly and Haw. I haven't done that for a long time, but that's a good memory. That's yeah. a great memory. Well, I, yeah. I think the dance party is a wonderful part of your legacy. I, I... It is part of my legacy. For better or for worse, I've got a dance party as my legacy. Okay, not everybody can say that. Not everybody no. can say that, right? Yeah, <laughs> Mark Rohde's Soul Train. There you go. Mark Rohde, yeah. by the way, is joining me on the guest hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois, and I want to share a couple texts with Mark. He'll understand this. Okay. 847 texter, the may suck, but the open is great. So we have somebody listening to us, probably a member of the Wake and Bake Club, who drops words. i sure, sure he believed the show would suck. And then 618 texter, it's 11 a.m. on Saturday. Time for my headphones so I don't annoy my wife any more than usual. thank you 618 we hope you and your headphones are enjoying the show so far all right so everything is looked through the prism of justin fields versus caleb williams so i could ask you at the end about the super bowl but let's start with that because of the way these two teams got here they're the best in each of their conferences they did it in different ways. They have different strengths at different positions, most notably quarterback. As Have you broken it down? Will you look at the Super Bowl through the eyes of Justin Fields versus Caleb Williams and the Bears? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think probably. I think that, that's, that, that we've been looking at everything in the world basically like that right now. but. Yeah, I mean, you do look at these two teams here right now, and they're two separate examples of how to build a team. And one of them with Kansas City is, oh, look at that. You've got that elite quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. And then you've got other developing offensive pieces like Isaiah Pacheco and Rasheed Rice and – um, I don't know if you call Valdez Scantling a developing prospect at this point, but no, that's probably not the case. Um, and, you know, the veteran Travis Kelsey, 
Um, so, but it really, it all revolves around that guy, Patrick Mahomes more than ever with that organization, because they don't have the same star power in the rest of the the roster as they do at the QB spot. So for sure. And you can see how neat that is that even though Kansas city did not have a season that felt like they were headed towards the Super Bowl about midway through this season. But when you've got Patrick Mahomes, it, as I've heard so many people say over the last week or so, it's impossible to bet against Patrick Mahomes. So that's such a cool thing. Like if you're a Bears fan, to think about the possibility of a quarterback making you eligible for the Super Bowl every single year. On the 49ers side of things, you know, that it's the, the dream roster. Just they stacked ro- – I mean, we've seen GMs through the years try to stack rosters and have the results not be as fine as they are with the 49ers, especially on offense with, you know, with, with, you know, when say the weapons over and over and over with McCaffrey and Samuel and Kittle, and then on defense, Warner and Bosa. Um, and then the, you know, the quarterback Brock Purdy. So um, <laughs> that that's the way, like if the bears were to stack the roster and keep Justin Fields and, go after, you know, use the draft picks, use free agency, and just build around Justin Fields, that's the ideal way it would look with the 49ers. So you see two very tempting templates, uh, both of which are tremendous. And I, I honestly, like, if you could build a 49ers squad, that's great. So I, I would lean towards the home side of building things because they'll probably be back there next year um, and the year after that. But the 49ers have done an exemplary job as well. Mark Rohde is my guest. He joins me on The Score. He covers the Bears for The Score. We're talking about the Super Bowl and those two teams and the team of your heroes, the Bears here. And the idea of having that Mahomes guy, when, there, there was an aha or a Mahomes moment as described in various reports out of Kansas City going back to the ill-fated Mitch Trubisky draft year that – you know, Andy Reid, people went running down the hall going, this guy, I got to have this guy. I found this guy. I want this guy. I know this guy. And blown away, knocked over, just so obsessing the the real-life version of Vontae Mack no matter what, right? That's the story. Those are a lot of people tell versions of that story. So, do you need to see, or can you imagine, okay, we're talking Drake May does. Ryan Poles run down the hallway to Ian Cunningham and do that. Or I imagine put up each quarterback, and can Ryan Poles, does that get him to run down the hall and go, this guy, got to have this guy? Because they can have anybody they want. And I don't know if we've gotten any indication that there is that guy. He's played it very well, Ryan Poles has, in not saying much. And I, I just I am try to imagine that. Who's that guy? Who's the guy that gets him out of his chair? Yeah. Now it's also interesting because you know his predecessor did it twice. You know he did it. I've got to have Mitch Trubisky, mm-hmm. and then he had to have Justin Fields. So this is Ryan Poles's obviously first crack at having a franchise quarterback or 
you know, whether whether you draft one of those guys, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, whomever it is, um, or you know you're you're sticking with Justin Fields. So either way, there's a massive decision to be made. But as it pertains to specifically to your question and like those those quarterbacks, it's such a great question because what I was telling people, you know, it's a little bit last night when I was on the air with Gabe Ramirez and then just um, on the daily score is that it, Ryan Poles does not know any of these guys yet. None of them. Like you, you can definitely doing his homework. He's maybe he's watched every single game that Caleb Williams, Drake may and whomever Jaden Daniels has thrown in. But at this point, I think it's still very early in the collecting of Intel process. And really, the, the combine is so important for so much of this, not just for the what, what we see these quarterbacks do in terms of the, the raw skills that they'll put on display in the Dome in Indianapolis, but the, the interviews with these players and who they are and will, you know, if we are to believe Ryan Poles, for a second straight year of saying somebody has got to blow me away. Well, then that's where these interviews become incredibly important. And not to mention, I mean, it's fair to throw in there too, that they missed on TJ Stroud last year. So maybe there's somebody that should have blown them away last year that didn't. So I think that they need to be even more careful this year and make sure that, that not only the interviews, but that's where scouting comes in too. So it's still it, there's still a load of work to be done for Ryan Poles. There's no decision made yet. Mark Rohde is my guest, talking Bears football here on The Score and in, through the prism of the Super Bowl because it always comes back to the Bears. And Ozzie Guillen won the Winter League World Series, and that means that the Bears are going to trade fields. I think that's how we have to look at it from now on is everything – Affects Justin Ozzie Fields in uh, the Winter League World Series. I did not realize that he was managing Venezuela. They needed a manager. Said, "Yeah, come on in." Yeah, and they won. And, That's great. Yeah, and White Sox fans are still stuck with the waste of laundry that is Pedro Gafol, and Ozzy is <laughs> still pantsing them over there. But that's not why you called. So let me <clears throat> run a scenario by you. I've been touting the last couple of weeks. Um, I favorite. Because it's unbears like having coming up with the idea and sticking with it. They tried to do it with Mitch Trubisky. They can't help themselves. They tried to do it with Justin Fields. They couldn't help themselves. Keep Fields, draft Williams, Bajan's number two, Fields is number one, and Williams doesn't see the field till maybe game seventeen. Mm. He's gonna sit. It seemed to work out well with that Aaron Rodgers guy before he became a interstellar weirdo. It seemed to work for Jordan Love, who's better than Justin Fields, and the Packers are still better than the Bears. It seemed to work with this guy named Pat Mahomes, who's in the Super Bowl again, the way Brady used to keep going. He sat behind a veteran quarterback. Alex Smith is more accomplished than just, than Justin Fields is. But the same, it's not, it's, it's a line of succession in a particular time. That's the way I envision it. And Mahomes showed this year, you can be beat up, you can have bad receivers, you can you can have a lot go wrong, but that guy, that quarterback, if you're right, he deodorizes it. 
and a chance yeah. to sit and watch would be for me something that and stick to it. They couldn't stick to it with Trubisky. Couldn't stick to it with Fields. What do you think of that idea? What do you think the Bears' appetite for such a thing is? Uh, I I love the idea. I think honestly, I'm, I'm with you. I think that would be ideal. To hey, even in the name of giving Justin Fields one more shot at this thing, I mean it, it is like it to me. It's the best of both worlds. If you had Justin Fields and Caleb Williams on the roster together, and just just what you said, your scenario: Tyson Bajan is the backup, Caleb Williams is the the emergency third string quarterback, tucked away all comfortably and neatly, and then yeah, you know, it. I don't think fans would be – it would create this scenario where obviously people would think, oh, well, people would be calling for Caleb Williams at any – around every corner. Maybe not, just because fans do love Justin Fields. And, look, if Justin Fields starts to go bad or you there's another year of him being average, then there you go. You've got Caleb Williams. So, um, you know, and one thing, too, I talked about this last week on the score, and that is – you know, I was asked the question, can the locker room handle something like that? It is true that the the locker room likes Justin Fields a lot, but of course they would accept Caleb Williams being in that locker room. It's a business. It's there, you know, maybe one or two guys in there would be against it unless, you know, he comes in and he's like a turd or whatever the case may be. But of course those guys in the locker room would embrace Caleb Williams just the way they've embraced Justin Fields. So I I like the way you're thinking. I think it's a doable scenario, as crazy as it might sound, as unrealistic as it might sound. If you actually stop and think about it, it would actually be an ideal spot. Well, teams that are quarterback savvy, unlike the Bears, teams that are smarter with quarterbacks do it that way. So if yeah. the Bears and all their fumbling and stumbling and all the stupid gas that gets pumped through Hallis Hall could follow another team or two, those would be the teams, and that would be the way to do it and have the discipline to stay there. Because, you know, Justin Fields is going to get hurt. He always does. It's the nature of yeah. the position and the nature of his style and his unwillingness to to lay down and slide and do all that kind of stuff. He's He's a tough football player. And they put themselves in positions to get hurt. He does that. I'm not knocking. I'm not at all calling him fragile. I think he's tough. And I think he's had to be given the circumstances he's been in and the way he plays the game. So he's going to get hurt. And that's when Tyson Bajan comes in. He proved last year he could he could keep things afloat for your Super Bowl bearers. But he can keep things afloat. So that's why I like it. And I got to let, let me address this. And you comment, Mark, 217-Texter. Our text line, 312-644-6767. Remember that if the Bears drafted Stroud, they wouldn't have D.J. Moore, Darnell Wright, Tyreek Stevenson, or this year's number one. Yes, right, 217. The Houston Texans didn't have any of that, and they went to the playoffs with C.J. Stroud. (laughs) How'd the Bears do with all the guys you just mentioned? I mean, that's my point. That's why that guy is so important. And that's why this Super Bowl is such a different way of building teams, as you talked about. And I think we both lean towards, let me have that guy and let me see what I can build around. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
let's just try that. Yeah, all those players sound great. I love DJ Moore. And look, Tyreek Stevenson is a developing player. And darn all right, it's always great to have a tackle, a young tackle. But let me try the quarterback thing. Let me just <laughs> the quarterback thing. Let me just try this. Let me just. Oh, you're gonna give me the. Oh, oh, we're gonna. We're going to dig into free. Oh, T. Higgins is on the way. Just, 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 let, me just, let me just try this quarterback thing, actually, is what I'd like to do. So, that's, it's a great point. It, it really is. Um, and the, the 49ers, again, back to the original premise of the conversation, the 49ers have shown that you can do it differently with when you stack the roster and you have what appears to be a good quarterback but not a great quarterback. You know, that's what I think the – Brock Purdy is. We're all we're always afraid to use the word good when it comes to quarterbacks. He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. He's not. I don't think he's ever going to win an MVP. But he is a a good quarterback. So the 49ers, so you could do it that way. But it sure does feel like when you when you have a roster like that and all the money that they've spent and dealing with all the it it, it really is maximum effort like to do that and things really have to be perfect when they to to come together the way they have for the 49ers again it's a lot easier to say okay we got Mahomes can you know can he make um Marcus Valdez Scantling great what do we got in Rishi Rice we know Travis Kelsey's always going to be open who, who is Isaiah Pacheco will we be talking about him in any other team probably not um, so Mahomes is the ultimate deodorizer for that. But, yeah, that's a full-circle moment there, Steve. So we've those of you who have listened to the show, and by the way, 802 will now, Mark will help confirm the 802 text. He, he texted in, indeed, Saturday earbuds time. Yeah, man. Oh, I, perfect. We're, we're a guilty pleasure. <laughs> we are... You know the, the old joke about the, the dividing line between men and women was the Three Stooges? Men <laughs> yeah. like the Three Stooges. Women couldn't stand it. Well, there's nothing funny there. Stop it. Well, that's what we've made Saturday suckage, apparently. Although, last week I got a text from a woman who said, hey, female listener here, I have to put on head, headphones so my husband doesn't listen to this. He just makes faces when I listen to Saturday suckage. Oh, nice. So those who have listened to Saturday Suckage have followed Mark through his many musical eras. See what I did there? Mark was from there was the Pearl Jam era, and then he got to know his buddy Ed, right? And yeah. Then, then there was his Little Monster era. Oh yeah. Right. Then, yeah. then there was yeah. the, the the Katie Cat. That was the Katie Cat for a while. Era. Yeah. yeah. And are you a are you a Swifty? No, I have never gotten to the heights of the Swifty. I there like anybody with Taylor Swift. It's it's impossible to to not like or to find some of her tunes catchy, of course. But no, I'm not a Swifty. Would I go to a Taylor? Absolutely, I go to a Taylor Swift concert. Um, but I would, it's not like, it's not as urgent as, as the Katie cat calling was. So you won't be using your nieces as human shields to cover up for you really needing to get to a concert like that. Uh, well, no, not personally, but they did, of course, when the era's tour 
was just beginning and blossoming, of course they called and said, Uncle Mark, can we get tickets? To-? I was like, this one may not be as easy as some of the others. When they request tickets for things and they don't do it all the time, I've always been able to deliver. I was not able to deliver on Taylor Swift. It was a little bit too late in the game when they were asking. And uh, look, it's Taylor Swift. You know, Uncle Mark's got a lot of power, um, ticket power, but not that much ticket power. All right. So you failed your nieces and they'll have to live with that, with that emotional scar and you won't be able By to the use way, them as the you, shield. Do you have, is, if anybody has tickets to see Olivia Rodrigo, um, please let me know because that's the next one. Is that what the nieces are requesting? Well, that's kind of like, like when I ask, okay, who's, who's back? Who else do you guys like these days? And uh, they're like, oh, you know, Olivia Rodrigo. So don't yeah, Olivia- don't tell me. I barely come in here once a week. Are you doing this because you know Schmilkes is listening and he's he's number one Uberalis and and he can get tickets for everything. He's the guy. Oh uh, well, if Schmilkes is listening, which I I did not know, there, I've heard rumors of a Pearl Jam appearance at Wrigley Field this summer that that nothing's been announced but there's like a little bit of a disturbance in the in the force oh so but i don't know mitch hooked me up pretty nice for the last pearl jam concert i don't know if he'd be able to do that all again it'd be asking a lot thank goodness you thank goodness your buddy ed can fix you up with that that's great that's true i gotta make the yeah one point in time do because I've tried to resist that, you know. I just want to. I want our friendship to not be. I don't want concerts and money to get in the way of our friendship, Ed and I. So I don't know if I'm prepared to ask him for favors, like, hey, uh, can you get me to see yeah. at your show? I don't want to be that friend. I don't want to be the high maintenance friend, Graham, because he's probably got enough friends like that. Yes. I just want to be a friend that that enjoys him. Period. Okay. All right, we'll let that know. We'll send that clip to Ed. We'll let him know as he goes on tour. Mark, Mark, thanks thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Making Saturday suckage like it ought to be. Thanks. Always a pleasure, Steve. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Yep. Mark Grady. Mark Grody. Talking bears. Bears, my friend. But take a break. There's a Taylor Swift prop bet that you cannot make if you're in America. Tell you about that next. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It's Saturday suckage on 670 The Score. In Odyssey Station. I see I'm too late. Got nothing in my brain. Welcome and welcome back. Saturday Suckage. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Hub Arkish will be here at noon. 1225. Cody Westerland, he covers the Bulls. They do nothing, but Cody's going to do something. Hopefully eviscerate Arturis Carnishavis, who does nothing and you'll get nothing and like it. I'm encouraging you to listen to this and then do this. Join 670 The Score and Circus Sports Illinois for the big game party tomorrow at Benchmark in Old Town. Molly and Haw, Bernstein, Holmes, and Rahimi, and Parkins and Spiegel will be broadcasting live from 12 to 3 p.m., getting you ready for the big game between Kansas City and San Francisco. You must have at least $100 in your Circus Sports Illinois app to attend Doors open at noon. There will be live entertainment and complimentary game day bites. Go to circusports.com to sign up for more info. There is, you should know, all things Taylor Swift regarding this Super Bowl. 
And there's all kinds of prop bets. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. But there's a Taylor Swift prop bet you can't make in this country. And you can't, you'd have to find it offshore if that's what you were going to do. It's available in Canada. New York Post reported this story courtesy of the Action Network. If Travis Kelsey defies the odds by proposing to Taylor Swift at Sunday's Super Bowl, we've seen that scenario before, right? Ontarian bettors can receive a payout in excess of 8-1 to at FanDuel Sportsbook and Casino Canada. The story goes on to say the payout, however, will likely not be enough for a family of four to afford Swift tickets on the secondary market when she performs at the Rogers Center in Toronto in November. FanDuel sets limits of $100 on a prop, a company spokesman told the Action Network. So at 8 to 1, more or less, a $100 bet brings you 800 bucks. The cheapest seat for Swift's concert on November 14th went for 903 last Thursday on StubHub. Even Canadian, that's still a lot of money. Travis and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point underdogs to the San Francisco 49ers. Kelsey is listed at plus 1,400 to win the Super Bowl MVP, the fourth choice at FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, which is live in more than 20 states, does not offer the prop in the U.S. The restrictions on off-field props are not as strict in Ontario, so the Canadian, so we can drive to the Windsor Bridge and do that. Maybe there are betters who opt to say no. He will not propose to her. He will not drop to a knee. He will not do that cheesy thing. You're getting odds of minus 2,000. Bet $2,000 to win one. How you fixed for those odds? And have we seen the flight tracker yet? Has she left Tokyo? Have we seen it? I'll be on that. Okay. He's the Rob, suckage flight tracker. He's, he's Ravi Triano. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it will be Habarkish talking Bears. Bears made the Hall of Fame. Bears own the Hall of Fame now. And one really special induction will be coming. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score.